Thanks for tuning into our podcast. We love having you here, and it's our mission to bring you all the latest and greatest tips, skills, and know-how to make you the best that you can be. We know that you have it in you, and we're going to show you how. Now, now, let's get started. Hello, welcome back to the Don't Me Now podcast. My name is Chris Gordon. Uh-huh. I am your host, and this is a podcast all about transformations, comeback stories, getting out of the deep, dark hole, climbing back from rock bottom. This is episode 16, and I want to talk about one of the hardest things when dealing with mental health issues, and something we touched upon in the episode about the six human needs, uncertainty. Uncertainty is brutal. Uncertainty is fine when you are in a good place. As long as you've got, when you're in a good place, you're probably going to have a lot of certainty in your life, okay? I think that's a given. You're probably going to have a job. You're probably going to work and you know which hours you're working. You know when your breaks are. You know you've got a wage coming in at the end of the week or the end of the month. You probably know you're going to be eating dinner that night. You probably even know what you're having for dinner. You might have a partner and you know that they're waiting for you when you come home. You know, you might have a family and you might know that your kids are waiting for you. That's a bit weird, just as I mentioned, kids. My phone's pinging here. My son is at a Rangers football training day at Ibrox. He's only 12 and he's just met a bunch of the players and he's just sent me some pictures there. Lundstrom. Good one. He's got his top signed. That's two tops he's got signed. He got one. He got his uh, his purple one signed by McGregor a couple of years ago. I hope we don't put anyone off by mentioning that we're Rangers fans. Okay, I am a Rangers fan, but I couldn't care less about the rivalry. Most of my best friends are Celtic fans, and we just enjoy football in general. These pictures keep on coming from. So exciting for him. Anyway, I ran. I just had to share it with you. I just love that excitement that he's getting this connection back with my kids. I never really lost a connection with my kids. It's just that I don't see them as often as I would like. I don't have that certainty. In fact, when I see my kids, I'm uncertain of when I'm going to see them. And that causes me, you know, anxiety and distress. I've mentioned previously that until I get my license back in a week and a half, I don't know when I'm working. That causes me anxiety and distress. I don't plan my meals and quite often I don't have money for food. I'm never without food. I never, I'm not starving. It's just that it's just kind of whatever's in the fridge. That causes me anxiety. When am I getting my next, you know, universal credits in? My friends are all quite busy with their lives, you know, because they're still part of family. So I don't know when I'm going to get to meet them because, you know, everyone's got their things. They're all busy. Now, I could plan my days better and give myself a bit of certainty. And that's maybe what I really need to do. You know, and the only thing that's made certain right now is that I'm going to go to the gym. I've got spin class tonight. I know that I'm going to go. I like to go swimming every week, and I know when those times are. So as long as I get my ass there, that's a certainty. But when you get up and you know you've got a job to go to, that gives you something to get up for. When you've got nothing to get up for because you don't know what's in your day, that can be stressful and anxious, and you might not even want to get up because when you do get up, what the hell are you going to do? So that's where we've got to put our own certainty into life. I'm going to read out some stuff from a website called getselfhelp.co.uk, tolerating uncertainty. When we're anxious, 
We tend to overestimate the danger and the odds of bad things happening. When we underestimate our ability to cope, if or when those bad things happen. Even if the odds are really small that, that, bad thing, that a bad thing can happen, that tiny chance is enough to really upset us. We call it intolerance of uncertainty. We might think things like, I just can't cope with not knowing, I have to be 100% certain. Uncertain events are almost always bad, so I must prepare for each uncertain event. We know that's not true, but we tell ourselves that uncertainty is not good for us. And most of the time, it isn't good. If, you, if all you've got in life is uncertainty, it's not good for you. You know, you need to have a, a, a mixture of both. So it continues, the thoughts make us feel anxious, so we try to reduce the uncertainty by worrying about it, by, by planning and preparing for the possible negative future event. However, although we think worry helps us feel better and helps us feel more in control, it doesn't reduce the risk of the possible negative effect happening. Sometimes we even think it would be better if the bad thing happened right now, because that would be better than living with the uncertainty. That's quite an interesting thing, isn't it? When you, yeah, just get it over and done with. We might try to increase certainty by planning and preparing for each worst case scenario, by seeking reassurance from others, by checking and looking things up on the internet, by avoiding certain, certain things, putting things off or making excuses, or we might try to keep busy so that we don't think about the uncertain future. That's a big thing, is putting off the future because we don't know what's happening. Like, if you're ill, you don't know when it's going to come to an end. That's an uncertainty. And the truth is, no one ever knows when we're going to feel better. And that can be quite scary. You know, I didn't never thought that when I first had my sort of breakdown, or if you're a Brenny Brown fan, that she calls it a spiritual awakening. And yeah, like I never thought that two years later I'd still be struggling. I thought it would be like a week or a month, and it drags on. That's a scary thought. And again, this is why I want to do this stuff, this podcast, to try and help people not have to go on for two years. Let's try and knock it on the head straight away. What else does it say? However, worrying about... Worrying doesn't affect the future outcome. That's interesting. Worrying does not. We worry, but it does not affect what is going to happen is going to happen. We cannot prevent all bad things from happening, and life remains uncertain by worrying about what might happen. See, we're worrying about things that haven't even happened yet. How does that affect us right now? Well, it causes us stress, doesn't it? Just fear. Worrying seems like the best thing to do, but it only makes us feel worse and makes us less able to cope with the real life. See, this is it. When you've got too much uncertainty in your life, all you've got is worry. Okay, you can deal with a few uncertain things if you've got some level of certainty in your life, but if everything is uncertain, if you don't know when you're going to be back at work, if you don't know where the next paycheck's coming from, your next meal, you know, when you're going to feel better, when your next appointment is, because we know what the waiting times are like at the moment. Um, this is something I was talking about with someone earlier today, was when I first had my breakdown, went to the mental health crisis team, they deal with you for two weeks, and then they see what they can do within that time, and then you get a referral. Now, there's a bit of miscommunication, I thought the way the conversation ended was, well, I'm sorry we couldn't do more to help you. That I thought that was it. I thought I'd been left on my own again. I didn't know that there was a referral in, and nor did I know that it was going to take eight months. Now, I'm not saying things would have been better or not. I don't know because it didn't happen that way. It would only be a guess. If I knew that I was getting help, I just had to stay strong until that help came. Maybe I might have been able to hung, hang on a little bit longer and get myself through it, but I thought I'd been abandoned by the NHS, and it wasn't actually the case, it's just there's a huge backlog, a huge waiting list, and yeah, it took eight months for me to get um, a CPN, and 
by that point, shit had really gone downhill. It went from, I'm not feeling that great, I can't go to work, I'm quite anxious, anxious, I'm drinking a few beers a night to cope with, to all out chaos. Uh, and then one day I got a letter and I was like, I didn't know this letter was coming. Now, yeah, they might not have been able to give me a time frame, but if they said, right, it might take, you know, six months to a year, then maybe I'd have just right, right, okay, I just need to stay strong for that time. But in my mind, there was no help coming. It was a complete uncertainty and that made me anxious. So it says here, we can deal with uncertainty in two main ways. We can challenge our need for certainty by looking at the advantages and disadvantages of needing to be certain and how it affects us. We can explore other areas of our lives in which we do tolerate uncertainty and look at how other people deal with uncertainty, such as friends or characters and television programs. The other way is to learn to tolerate uncertainty, to reduce our need for certainty. And we can do this by using the acronym APPLE. So APPLE says acknowledge, pause, pull back, let go, explore. And it goes into a bit more detail here. A for aware, notice the need for certainty as it comes up in your mind. I suppose it's saying, it's like, well, do I need this to be a certain thing or am I just wanting it to be certain? Pause. Don't react as you normally do. Don't react at all. Just pause and breathe. Yeah, I suppose that's a good thing. When you get anxious and you have a rise of a panic attack, just deep breaths and just take a moment. Am I just, is it just a sudden fear and it might pass? Pull back. Tell yourself this is just the worry talking and this apparent need for certainty is not helpful and not necessary. Yeah, self-talk, positive self-talk. Tell yourself, you know, I've just got a lot going on right now and this is just another thing to add to it, but I am strong and I can deal with it. Let go. Let go of the thought or feeling about needing certainty. Tell yourself it is only a thought or feeling. Don't believe everything you think because our minds play tricks on us. Thoughts are statements, not fact. They will pass. You don't have to respond to them. You might imagine them floating away in a bubble or a cloud. Now, I'm going to be honest, it's something I'm not very good at. When thoughts get in my head, they stick around. And E for explore. You can explore the present moment because right now, in this moment, we are okay. Notice your breathing and the sensations of breathing. Notice the ground beneath you. You look around, you notice what you see, what you hear, what you can touch, what you can smell, right now. Then shift your focus of attention to something else. Maybe carry on what you are doing before you noticed the worrying thought, or do something else mindfully with your full attention. So, I guess with uncertainty, there's going to be worry, but I think when we're in a bad place, we exaggerate that worry, we, 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 we make it bigger. When the fact is, if there's something uncertainty, if there's something uncertain, it's probably out of our control. And you need to learn to not worry about things out of your control. And I am getting better at it, but I'm far from perfect yet. And my advice on top of that would be to try and introduce as much certainty into your life to shift the balance, okay? We're always going to have uncertainty in our life, unavoidable. When we're feeling low, we've probably got a lack of certainty. So start to introduce things that are going to be certain. You know, like I said, for me, it's like the gym. And 
I'm not really using the weights as much as possible. I've got some weights in the house that I'll use, but when I go to the gym, I'm going to a class because that class has got a fixed time. That is a certain time that class will be on and I know that I've got to be there for that time. Now, if I say to myself, I'm just gonna go and do some free weights, then that's on me. And unless you're strict about your routine, which normally when we're in a bad place, we're not, then the going to the gym isn't guaranteed. You might talk yourself out of it, you know, so, and there's no time frame for you to go there and that will cause uncertainty and you'll probably cause yourself a bit of anxiety because you're like, well, I want to go, but I don't want to go, <laughs> but, you know, and you're trying to push yourself, give yourself that motivation. At the moment, I'm not driving, so I've got to catch a bus. So I've got to get that bus at that certain time to be to the, at the gym for a certain time. You know, and if that's the one thing that you can be certain about, then do that. Focus on the things that are right in front of you. Don't focus too far into the future. You know, don't be thinking about when I'm going to feel better, how long is it going to be, because then we're not present and we're not fixing the things in our life right now. It's all about what you can do today. Make certain that you're going to have a good day. All the things I've talked about before, you know, the drink of the water, cold showers, decent meals. Focus on today and more certainty will start to come in to your life. A wee bit shorter podcast today, but I hope you enjoyed it. I'm going to go and look at the rest of these photos that my son sent me. Um, exciting for him to be having a day. It's something I've wanted him to go to for a long time, but without having a car and without him working, then it's not been possible. So luckily, um, a friend of the family is, is able to do that uh, on our behalf take him up for the day and he gets to meet some players and it's so exciting that they want to share that with me and then I've got to go and get ready for the gym getting picked up at five o'clock because it's gonna be too late for the bus I'm about to phone a friend for a lift and go and do my class and just know that I've done something today okay we'll speak to you in the next episodes thank you very much for listening once again I am Chris Gordon take care hope you enjoyed another episode of the Doubt Me Now podcast. If you did, please, please do like that review button, the five-star button. Please share it with your friends. Let's get this out there, and we'll see you in the next episode.